Hey everyone, this is Daniel Miller, and I just want to thank you guys for tuning in with me. I'm Daniel Miller. I'm a senior at Tacoma Falls College. I actually graduate in a couple of days, so woohoo! And throughout my time at TFC, one of the biggest things that I've learned and I've been taught through God's love, mercy, grace, is His forgiveness. And our outlook on forgiving others and most importantly, forgiving ourselves. And here's just a couple of quotes that some pastors have said and famous people have said. One is, love is an act of endless forgiveness, a tender look which becomes a habit. Some say mistakes are always forgivable if one has the courage to admit them. And a pastor said, to forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that the prisoner was you. And today, I just want to give kind of a personal story and also just a Bible parable and a couple Bible verses about what the Lord says about forgiveness. And let's just dive right into it. Here's a couple Bible verses that that what and that speaks on what God says about forgiveness. In Colossians three thirteen, it says, "Bear with each other, and forgive one another. If any one of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave." Matthew six fourteen fifteen says, "For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not." But if you do not forgive, oh sorry, but if you do not forgive others their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. In Luke 17, 34, it says, So watch yourselves. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them, and if they repeat, forgive them. If they sin against you seven times in a day and seven times come back saying, I, I repent, you must forgive them. And this is a personal story. I know that um, for me, forgiving others have always been somewhat easy. But when they've done me wrong, I've had people do me wrong as far as they either lie to me or they just done me wrong on different occasions. I've always forgiven them. I never had a problem forgiving people. But it was always for me, I've always felt with the problem of forgiving myself. And that's what's always been the hardest thing. From since a kid to, I'll probably say about this year and about five days ago, forgiving myself. And for the first time through God's grace and love and only him working in mysterious ways, I can finally say that I get a ton of rest at night. I'm genuinely happy and I feel as if so much pressure is off my heart. I feel as if I'm relaxed and I'm calm and I'm just full of life now. Because of God's grace, his love, and his love. When I was when I was growing up, um, I remember hearing something in my family and it was kinda it was it was kinda about my father and so I was just curious about it and I heard something and I was like, Oh, let me let me bring it up to my mom, but I don't want my mom to tell my dad. Because I don't want my dad to get mad. And this is when I was about eight years old. So I told my mom in confidence in a secret. When coming to my mom telling my mom things, I felt like it was kind of like telling a horse. You know, in the country they have a saying that 
You can tell a horse anything because a horse will never tell your secrets. Well, my mom was kind of like my horse. I would tell her any and everything. I would tell her everything that was on my heart, how I felt. And so with pure confidence, I told my mom, hey, I heard this. I'm not sure if it's true or this and that. It's dealing with other family members. And my mom promised me, oh, I promised you I won't say anything to your dad. I won't go back and tell your dad. And later that day, she actually did say something to my dad. She told my dad everything that I said. And we had a falling family out about it with the other side of our family. And it was just horrible. And as a kid, my mom... My mom never knew how I felt. I was so hurt and heartbroken as a child because my trust right then was like a glass falling down and being shattered. And I was so hurt because she promised me she wouldn't tell anyone. She told me that it was going to stay between her and I. And just even that sense right there growing up, I kind of weighing my feelings on my sleeve and always was just careful like oh I'm not gonna say this I'm not gonna say that I'm not gonna tell people how I really feel because in the end people are all snakes they're gonna turn their back on me they're gonna tell on me and it was multiple times even my parents will say hey we're gonna go to the beach 30 minutes later no we decided not to go to the beach get my hopes up and then they put us put me down but eventually I learned to forgive and it was okay with forgiving but my hardest thing was forgiving myself. And so today I'm going to concentrate on helping people forgive others and helping people forgive themselves through my personal testimony and my personal story and what worked for me. Because it was a long time coming. I'm talking about a long time, maybe like the most recent when things hit probably about three years in a row every single day. And I'm just here to help you guys for forgiving others. I just want to say that our, our one of our top commandments the Lord gives us is to love our neighbors and um, love our brother. The father say, if you say you love me and you hate your brother, then you are a liar. And um, to love one another. The Bible says that um, love deeply because 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 love cover over a multitude of sins. And today we have Jesus. We have Jesus. A parable about Jesus. Big dog. And. um when one of his disciples come up to him and he's gotten frustrated, you know, he's getting probably frustrated with another disciple or a brother or family member. And he's like, man, how many times do I forgive this man for doing me up, doing me wrong? He's like, I've had it up to here, man. I've had it up to here. I've had it up to here, man. I've had it up to here. And so um, he just wants to know. Do I keep forgiving and why, Lord? I'm so tired of this person. He hears all these other rabbis and all these other teachers say, you should forgive seven times. You should forgive this many times. So he comes to the one true teacher. If you had a question, instead of asking another student or a friend, wouldn't you go to the highly equipped person like a professor? So this is what he does. He goes to the most equipped person, Jesus, and he asks him this. And this is a story. Give me one moment and um, I'll bring it up three to you guys. By the way, this parable is found in um, Matthew 18, 20, Matthew 18. It's called the unforgiving servant. And it says... 
At this time, at this time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, "Who then is the greatest of the kingdom of heaven?" Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, "Lord, how many times do I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times?" Jesus answered, "I tell you, not seven times, but seventy times seven. Not seven times, but seventy-seven times." And this is found in Matthew eighteen twenty-one through twenty-two. Jesus had kind of blown his mind. He said, "No." He said, "No, Peter." I don't want you to forgive them 70 times, but 77 times. And Peter in his mind was like, God, how in the world can I even keep track of that? I can barely keep up how many times he sent me already. I don't think it's past seven, but it's getting close to it. But Jesus was getting at forgiveness. We are we are our daily habits. That's why like excellence and walking with Christ should be a habit. It should be a day-to-day thing and Christ is showing him that, hey, I don't want you to just forgive him once for a one-time thing, but I want you to forgive him for every single thing that he's done over and over to love your brother. Love your brother the way I have loved you. So when people are doing you wrong, you need to forgive them. You have to forgive them. Not only because it's the right thing to do, but also for them, but also for you. You don't want to become wicked. You don't want to become sour inside. You must forgive. And and forgiving them is the right thing to do because Christ has forgiven us. He's paid for our sins on the cross. And he's forgiven us for all of our sins that we committed yesterday, that we're going to commit today, and that we'll commit in the future. He's already forgiven us for them. We just have to come to him. And so we have to be patient with each other. We have to love each other. And we have to forgive each other. And also, from what a lot of people say, oh, I'm not going to forgive this person. They did me wrong, and I'm going to hit them over the head. Well, there's another parable for you people like that, for the people that just think they're all high and mighty and they don't want to forgive people. There's another parable for people like you, and it's going to explain what's what's so important about forgiving and how does Christ measure up to this forgiveness. This parable is the unmerciful servant. It's found in Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 through 35. And this is what it says. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle all accounts with his servants. As we begin the settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children all that he had be sold and repaid to repay the debt. At this time, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. The servant master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. But then, when that servant went out, he found out one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. Had owed him a hundred silver coins. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servants fell on their knees and begged him, be patient with me. I will pay it back. But he refused. Instead, he went out and he had that man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. When the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged and went and told their masters everything that had happened. Then the master called his servant in. You wicked servant, he said. I counsel all the debt that yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In anger, his master 
had handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed. This is how my Heavenly Father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brothers and sisters from your heart. Wow. And so um, there you have it. You have this man that this big shot guy, let's say, let's say he owns, let's say this man, upper class man, he owns a corporation, but his business gets into trouble and he's in a ton of debt. And they're saying, you know, based on your actions, you're coming before court based on your actions, man, we should, we have every right to arrest you and to throw you in jail because you owe us money, you haven't paid and we, we just we, we have every right to put you into prison. And so he begs, please, man, please. I know I've done wrong. I know I haven't been doing well. But if you just give me more time, I'll pay it back. Please, please don't do this to my family. Don't do this to my um to to my friends. Please don't do this to me. And so they say, you know what? The judge said, you know what? Fine, fine. We'll let you go. And then the same guy gets out the next day. And sees one of the, his friend and one of the guys that worked for him that owns him money for the corporation. He says, "Hey, do you have my money?" And the guy says, "No, man. Sorry, I'm behind on bills. I'm not gonna be able to have it." And then that same guy chokes this guy out and says, "You know what? I'm gonna sue him. I want him arrested. I'm gonna sue him for owing me money because he hasn't paid me back." Now this is the same guy that just got forgiven by the judge, and so the judge finds out that he does this guy like this, and the judge says, "Didn't I forgive you for?" What you done, you know what, you're going to get arrested. And that's the same way Christ is with us. God will be with us. Wherever length we go to forgive a person, that's the length that he's gone to forgive us. Really, million times over. But it will judge. It will, we will be judged on the length that we've forgiven others. So when people steal from you, they may have killed someone that you love. They may have broken your heart. They may have cheated on you. They may have stole from you. They may have lied to you. They may have lied on you. They may have they may have done these horrible things. But it's your goal and it's your job to forgive these people because Christ has forgiven us. And when you hold grudges against them, when you don't forgive them, that's okay. Because that's the same thing Christ is gonna do to you when you're at heaven gates. So that's why it's important to forgive. And like I said, I never had a problem forgiving others. It was always forgiving myself. I got into this relationship with um this girl very pretty and very sweet girl but I was I was walking with Christ at the time when I met her but she was so pretty so sweet so loving that um thought she was too good for me and I was so scared and I became a coward I saw walking with Christ and I was just awful to her um I cheated on her multiple times I lied to her I um belittled her I just started to become an awful boyfriend, and we broke up, of course, and throughout those years of the breakup, I never stopped thinking about her, I always prayed for her, and she had forgiven me, but I had the hardest time forgiving myself, asking myself, bro, how could you do that, how could you be so awful, why, why, and um, I could never really forgive myself at all, and I knew Christ had forgiven me, it was just some more of a psychological thing. And so I walk, make a long story short, I walk more and more of Christ and the Lord put her back in my life. Um, she had some couple troubles come up, which we all do. And um, she reached out to me 
And I was able to sit down with her face to face and just tell her after all these years that I've always prayed for you. I have a heart, too. And I'm so sorry for the way I treated you. Of course, we didn't date any, anything like that again. But to hear her say that I forgive you and the reason why I am the way now is not your fault for your actions, but because the choices that I've made. When I heard those things and the Lord providing a way for me to talk to her, oh my gosh, so much weight, pain, heartache, all that was relieved all at once and it slowly unraveled the tangles and the grip that it had on my heart. And I could breathe, I could get peace at night. And that was only done through Christ setting that up, Christ speaking to me through his word and through other people. And I thank God for that, for his peace and his love. But the main thing he taught me was forgiveness. And I think a lot of people are sick right now, mentally, physically, psychologically, because they made mistakes in the past. They've allowed something in their past that was supposed to be a lesson, serve them a life sentence. But we have a Christ that will take those chains away, that will break those chains, that will say, hey, I love you, like the prodigal son. Just come home, talk to me, walk with me, ask for forgiveness. I'll fill the void in your heart. I'll give you the love that you need. Just come home. And that's what Christ is telling us. He's telling us to forgive others, to love ourselves, and to understand and know what his voice is. And understanding Christ's voice. He says, my sheep know my voice and they follow me wherever I go. Learning what is Christ's words, what is he saying to us? And so I pray that you forgive others and you walk with Christ. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you.